Be still and know God is here. Be still and know that God is here. Be still and know that God is here. In the name of the Creator, Redeemer, and Sustainer. Amen. One of my favorite contemporary poets, Wendell Berry, once said, every day we must do something that doesn't compute by the world's standards. Well, we are about to do just that, because today we will reaffirm our baptismal vows. Soon we will be invited to stand and recommit ourselves to a life of servant ministry and discipleship. And for those of us who may not have taken that plunge yet, see what I just did there? It's an invitation to explore the beauty of this sacred covenant. Make no mistake about it, baptism, I believe, is about as countercultural as it gets. This is the day when the church calls us to remember Jesus' baptism as well as our own. Baptism is a marker of our love relationship with God, a visible and tactile sign of God's sacred covenant with us, not ours with God. God loved us first and for eternity. And today we celebrate the anniversary of that love and renew or maybe explore our determination to make that love last in our relationship to grow. John stood in the River Jordan baptizing people as a sign of repentance in the Jewish tradition. And when Jesus came along and insisted on being baptized, he somehow subverted what baptism would mean going forward. No longer was it to be a sign of someone seeking to escape God's wrath. Jesus hadn't done anything to make God mad. When Jesus was baptized, he made baptism a sign that marked him and all of us by extension as God's beloved, in whom God is well pleased. The water of our baptism is a sign that we are no longer truly and ultimately citizens of a temporal and political realm, but indeed we are now sins of a heavenly realm. Yes, we are here to engage and resist and protest and articulate a new vision, underscoring unity, reclaiming civil discourse. As members of the body of Christ, it is our baptismal responsibility to recognize and name oppression and then join God in confronting it, whether it's governmental policies or racism in our schools or offices or violence against certain types of people or threats to our natural resources. In fact, I would argue that baptism, rather than taking us out of the world, helps and compels us to re-enter and ignite and engage from a deeper place of connection and purpose. A place that requires the kind of love that Martin Luther King Jr. spoke of so eloquently. The kind of love we see each time a parent stands up to speak on behalf of a child they no longer hold at night due to gun violence. The kind of love that kicks you out into the world even if you think you aren't ready and calls on you to do something or say something on behalf of someone else who has been silenced or wronged 
or dismissed. The water of Jesus' baptism sent him out to confront the status quo, upset religious oppression, challenge economic disparity, and to disturb the peace of those looking for a Messiah who would give them an advantage above and on the backs of others. Our baptism sends us out to do the very same things this day. You see, as the living body of Christ, we are called to do what Jesus did. We are called, named, loved forever, and sent right into the midst of the world's hunger and suffering and brokenness and oppression to be that love of God for all to experience. Our baptism, as with Jesus' baptism, compels us to a lifestyle and a value system which is out of sync with much of the world. Jesus was always disturbing people, challenging their assumptions, calling them to live by a different standard. But that was then and this is now. How can we be true disciples of Jesus today? If we are called to pattern our lives after Jesus, does that include being out of sync with the world around us? Do we too need to disturb people, challenge their assumptions, and live by a different standard? Well, yes, in fact, we do, and we are. It is our call and our vocation. Being a Christian today, I would subscribe to you, is very difficult stuff requiring a lifetime of commitment, which makes today even more of a gift. Today is the day that we first open our hearts and try to take in the magnitude of God's love, calling Jesus, and by extension, us, all of us, to hear that we are beloved. Beloved, tomorrow we must go out and confront the injustices all around us, but today, for just a brief moment, Today is set aside to bask in the necessarily incomprehensible gift of God's unconditional love. So what does that mean? How do we know that? How do we experience that? What does that look like? How does God's love for you reveal itself? When was the last time you told someone how that love has carried you, or nurtured you, or challenged you, or strengthened you, or sustained you? In the first few weeks of this year, I have already been reminded of the important, complicated, and sometimes often beautiful landscape we navigate as followers of the God of love. Last Sunday, some of you came back here for the afternoon service we hosted to offer prayers and blessings to those elected to public offices here in Toledo. I admit, after the fact, I wasn't at all sure who was going to come and how it would all go. Well, ye of little faith, it was quite lovely and quite moving. After a brief welcome, I sat in the congregation and was deeply moved and reminded through the exquisite words and presence of brothers and sisters of all faiths that we desperately need each other on this journey. For too long, I think we have hunkered down and isolated our faith and therefore our lives. And it is simply is not the better way. Claiming our belovedness through our spiritual de narrative demands that we find what open ourselves to other expressions of the divine. 
Life is truly never an either-or proposition. Once you really dig into the messiness of accepting, we are all both broken and blessed. Walking into this new year, I am reminded of Anne Lamott's wonderful book, Traveling Mercies. Published almost 20 years ago, it is still so helpful to me, providing a kind of no BS clarity of this messy landscape that we navigate. She writes, our pastor Veronica said recently that this is life's nature, that lives and hearts get broken, those of people we love, those of people we'll never meet. She said that the world sometimes feels like a giant waiting room in an emergency ward, and that we who are more or less okay for now need to take the tenderest possible care of the more wounded people in the waiting room until the healer comes along. You sit with people, she said, you bring them juice and graham crackers, and then she went on vacation. Traveling mercies, the old black people at our church said to her as she left. This is what they say when one of us goes off for a while. Traveling mercies, be safe, notice beauty, enjoy the journey, God is with you. I have felt more keenly aware of this reality lately and I'm grateful for a day today to simply breathe it all in and to put down our need to fix or fade any problems or even really understand or be able to explain our reality. Instead, today is a moment in time just to remember, reclaim, or maybe even consider for the very first time what it might mean to be marked as God's own with a promise of love and lasting hope for the duration of our journeys. Today it is my prayer that each of us will renew our relationship with God by promising that we will strive to be more faithful living out our side of this sacred covenant, this sacred love affair with God. We are called to be children of God and disciples of Jesus. We may ignore or neglect our calling, but still the waters of baptism won't dry. God will continue to bring along people or use situations to remind us of our calling and challenge us to live out this love affair in our everyday lives. So if today you are looking to do something that doesn't compute by the world's standards, let's live boldly, professing a faith that dares to claim we are God's beloved in whom God is well pleased. And along the way, may we also be safe, notice beauty, enjoy the journey, and know that God is with us. Traveling mercies, dear ones, and thank you for walking this path with me and with each other. May it be so.